I hate and I love. Why do I do this, perhaps, you ask? I do not know. But I feel it happening, and I am tortured. That poem is from the ancient Roman poet Catullus, his 85th poem. And full disclosure, I was going to read it in Latin to you, but one of the students on Friday night who was studying Latin was so thoroughly unimpressed by that act of shameless uh, pedanticism, I decided not to. So you're welcome. But this wonderful poem by Catullus, short, brief, two lines, encapsulates so much of what a life bantered about by pure emotion does to us. In reality, if we really love someone, it's not possible to hate them and to love them on opposite breaths, right? Love is what we do. Love is a disposition. But when we are led about by our emotions, it's easy to go to extremes. And we see this so often in our politics. We see this so often in our hearts when we think of maybe even religion or relationships. We see this in the way we talk. We're talking about what is, who is the greatest of all time. Or we'll have a bad meal, and it's not just a bad meal, but literally the worst meal I've ever had. We live in a kind of superlative time where we just, in many ways, allow our emotions to just fly forth. When this is projected onto God, we end up desiring and wanting a God who is actually not the God that we know. We want a God who is like Tiberius Caesar or Pontius Pilate or Herod and his brothers. A God who will come, who will conquer, who will force me into submission and give me a way of life and change everything and it'll all be good if I just follow what he clearly tells me to do. But when God comes, he does not come that way. God comes into the world in silence. God, Jesus, comes into this world and brings us peace, love, joy, happiness. This is who God is. This is the God for whom we are preparing to come at Christmas. The God who comes to show us the way to true freedom, to true happiness, with us, in union with us, walking amongst us, not dominating, not suppressing, and forcing. We hear in the gospel the voice of the one crying out of the desert, make straight the paths of the Lord. When our God comes, he will, as we heard, make mountains low, fill in all the valleys, make the ways smooth and straight. And so the challenge for us in this time as we prepare for the Lord is to do just that in our lives. To work in this penitential season of Advent. To make straight the crooked paths of our lives. To make smooth the areas and the pockmarked areas and ways of our life that are marked by sin, by division, by destruction. This is the call that John the Baptist cried out 2,000 years ago. This is the call that John the Baptist cries out today in each one of our lives. And let's be blunt and honest here. A way to make straight the path for the Lord, to make smooth His coming, 
especially in a college lifestyle, and this is not going to be popular, sobriety. A Christian should always be sober. We should never get drunk. That is how we make straight the paths of the Lord. We change things. And sometimes, as a result, we have to go out to the desert in order to find the Lord. We have to sometimes stand apart, separate ourselves because we believe and know something to be true. John the Baptist didn't hear the voice of God in the middle of a party. He went to the desert. He made straight his own life. Yes, he lived a radical life. He was living on locusts and honey and dressed in camel skin, and I'm not necessarily suggesting that to anyone, but we must. In our own way, find the desert. Find that area of quiet. Find that area of peace so that we can do that hard work of making straight, making smooth the way of the Lord. Because as just before this in the Gospel of Luke, the Blessed Virgin Mary proclaims, when the Lord comes, He brings down the proud and raises up the lowly. When he comes, he makes the way straight and smooth. The Lord finds us in the everyday, in our commitment to finding him and to making a life that is ready for his coming, to using and finding him and making it to our full advantage. When we do that, the possibilities are endless. There is no limit to God's love. There is no limit to the joy we find when God finds us on that path, on that path where we are making smooth and making straight. And he will do the hard labor, and he will bring us to glory. In the second reading, we heard this absolutely wonderful prayer from St. Paul. And I want to read it again, because this is what God desires for all of us. And frankly, this is what I desire for all of you, because each of you is so beautifully and wonderfully made, the beloved son, the beloved daughter of God. Brothers and sisters, I pray always with joy and in in my every prayer for all of you because of your partnership for the gospel from the first day until now. I am confident of this that the one who began a good work in you will continue to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. God is my witness. How I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. God finds us on the way. Make straight his path and you will find peace, happiness, and joy without bound, without limit.